Sorry, I just I just need to stop for a second just to write down the word stomachs. Done. Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. Mindful Moments of Mars is an audio experience that uses the writings of Edgar Rice Burroughs to explore mindfulness. Why did I write down the word stomachs? It's it's not for this reason, but what it let's let's imagine it. I, I'm not going to tell you. It's a secret just for me. What? Why? Let's let's imagine. Let's. I'm going to lie to you. Okay. I'll I'll come straight. To, I'll be straight with you. I'll be I'll be I'll tell the truth. I'm about to lie to you. The truth is that I'm going to lie. Here is the lie. What follows after this? Colon is the lie. That's phonetic punctuation. That wasn't a lie. That it actually was phonetic punctuation. Um, what am I telling you? I'm talking about, okay, this is a lie. This is why I wrote down stomachs because mindfulness, you know, one of the ways to, to be mindful is to do kind of like a body scan. I think I did a body scan in another episode. Maybe it's time uh, we do another body scan because I haven't done one in a while. Now that's not a lie. It's the truth that one of the ways you can be mindful is to do a body scan where you, you, you pass your attention over different parts of your body and you focus on that body and what it's sensing and, and how it feels and just check in with yourself. That's not, that's the truth. It's, it's, that's true that that's a, a mindful practice that you can do. The lie is that the reason I wrote down the word stomachs is because I was going to introduce this topic. That's not true, but it has become true because I have, well, no, it hasn't. I still wrote down that word for a different reason, but I have introduced that topic. Okay, so let's do a quick body scan. Close your eyes and pull over the car you're driving. Not in that order. Pull over the car. Um, switch to autopilot if you're flying a plane. If you're if you're coming in for landing, um, put put the audio experience on pause. You can return to the audio experience after landing the plane. You can taxi around for a while and listen to it. Um, once once the plane lands, everyone will be more at ease. And if you're in the middle of open heart surgery, also ask, ask a friend or a colleague or both, if you, if that's the kind of hospital you work in and to put the audio experience on hold and, and maybe tell them to put on Barry White because that could be relaxing. Although I listened to a Barry White song recently where it begins with him going, Hey, I'm Barry White. Here I am. I'm going to tell you some sexy stuff. And one of the lyrics in the song is, I don't need a fancy, con I don't need clever conversation, something like that. You know, all I need to do is talk to you. <laughs> it's like, but that's a, that's not a, that's not a complimentary lyric, I would say. Um, but, but it's, he does, it's a little bit, he turns it on himself a little bit. He's like, I don't want clever conversation. And then he says something along the lines of that's too hard. It's too much hard work. Um, I, let's just have a little chat about whatever happened today, which is, um, which is fine. And in a way might be more mindful, you know, maybe Barry White was saying, let's not project our selves, our mental attention out beyond our direct experiences. Let's talk about what we experience in this moment. Let's uh, describe our sen what we're picking up through our senses. Listen, this is this body scan has gotten way off topic. You're probably wondering what part of this body does this body scan refer to? And I'll try and bring it back via Barry White. So Barry White, what is the most obvious 
part of Barry White to focus our body scan. <laughs> We're going to do a body scan of ourselves, but through the through referencing Barry White's body. Um, he had a beard, um, certainly in some of his life. So do you have a beard? Can you body? Can you do a body scan on your beard? If so, um, begin. <laughs> Run diagnostic alpha, beta, gamma, um, and let me know how that goes. Um, if you don't have a beard, this body scan was not for you, and I'm sorry for wasting your time. Um, but hopefully you learned a little bit about Barry White and how that one song um, maybe just turned down the volume during the, that lyric because it might kill the mood a little bit. If you're trying to establish a mood, a romantic mood, and then Barry White says, you know what, I, I don't want to talk about complicated, clever stuff. I just want to talk to you. Talking to you is fine, you know, because I don't need any of that clever stuff. I don't need clever talk. I just want to talk to you. Um, come on, Barry. I know Barry White is is no longer with us, so he's not going to rewrite the song. Um, unless that is what the afterlife is like. Maybe the afterlife is just a chance for people to um, rewrite the lyrics of songs they wrote. And uh, if you didn't write any songs during your life, um, I don't know what other sorts of activities they have. Um, it might, I'm, I'm envisioning it as being like a holiday camp where you go to the little shop where they sell like chewets and bottled water and stuff and cans of gas to do your barbecue with and then there's an activities board and it's like friday rewrite lyrics of songs you wrote during your life and then saturday it's like bingo but then it's it's got a big line to it says cancelled i'm like oh well i mean i can do the bingo i didn't write any songs but um that's not how it works in this holiday camp afterlife reality um, but you you can look around. You can see Harry. You can see Barry uh, Barry White over the picnic table just outside the shop, and he's scribbling away, trying to think of better ways to express that idea he wanted to express. Which I guess was um, he was trying to communicate to a person that that person was the person for him. And I think I don't think he intended to um, throw flowers, as as the phrase goes. I don't know if you're familiar with that phrase, but um, that is a phrase that I'm familiar with, so get get used to it. Um, have I introduced this podcast yet? I don't know. This is Mindfulness of Mars. We're here to to read um, Ed Grice Burroughs. We're reading The Chessmen of Mars. Let's uh, dig in. Far in the distance, the domes and walls and slender towers of a city shone in the rising sun. Quickly, the man seized the control and the ship dropped rapidly behind a low range of intervening hills. For well, Turan knew that they must not be seen until they discover, until they could discover whether friend or foe inhabited the strange city. Chances were that they were far from the abode of friends, and so must the Panthan move with the utmost caution. See, this is a bit weird. Um, let's. I'll finish the sentence. It's only, well, this, this, this section, and then I'll come back, because I, I want to talk about how this is weird. With the utmost caution, semicolon, but there was a city, and where a city was, was water, even though it were a deserted city, and food of it, and food, if it were inhabited. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, the thing that's weird here is that this is a narrator that's kind of... I I, need, I would love to learn more about how narrators work, because um, I feel like... Th there's, I'm sure there is a terminology to describe a narrator that does describe everything in the third person, but you kind of get the sense that the narrator... 
kind of you know floats around and gets a little bit intimate with a particular character and tells things from their point of view and then floats on to the next one uh like a slinky uh smooth barry white type floating cloud um and in this moment where the where the narrator is sort of being close to gahan who's pretending to be turan the panthan it says chances were that they were far from the abode of friends and so must the panthan move with the utmost caution so in this moment it's referring to this character as the panthan but that is just a role he's playing so it's like has gahan's ruse been so effective so he's attempting to mislead tarabit who he is it's been so effective he's tricked the narrator of the book in which he's a character into thinking he's something other than he is that is impressive i mean i'm beginning to wonder myself is there any anything remaining of gahan has he fallen has he has he been absorbed so much by the role of turan the panthan that there's now no Gahan remaining. No Gahan to be had. It's a it's a it's a quandary. Um okay, listen, I feel I feel like I've I've given short shrift to anyone who didn't have a beard during that body scan earlier. So let's um let's find a body element that everyone has. And uh what what's what's something that everyone has that's part of let's say your trunk. Everyone has a trunk. So I'm using that vague word to describe something that's in the middle of you, that takes up a good chunk of you. So let's close your eyes, pull over your car before you pull your, close your eyes, pull on the plane, um, finish the surgery, whatever you need to do. So do the thing you need to do, then close your eyes. Now let your mind rest on your trunk. Interpret the word trunk however you please. That's the part of your body we're all interested in today. Where's your trunk? How's it doing? Is it doing okay? So let's do, let's take that little mantra. Where's your trunk? Now identify where your trunk is. How's it doing? How's your trunk doing? Have a little think about how your trunk is doing. Is it doing okay? That's a yes or no question. Yes or no. So I hope your trunk is doing well. I hope you enjoyed that little body scan. It was very deep. And um, you probably might need to take a couple of days off work now because you're so relaxed. Um, take those days. Don't worry about it. If you're flying a plane, um, <laughs> listen, I don't know how the, the leave works for pilots. You're, you're stuck in the city. that Wherever you were listening to this, you now have to stay there for three days because I relaxed you so much. Um, I won't apologize. Because everyone needs to rest sometimes. And you deserve it. You deserve to be trapped in a city. In a good way. Um, and hunted by uh, the rich people of the city. Uh, who hunt uh, pilots on leave. Because no one will ever know they're gone. You know? <laughs> okay. Let me, let me, let me dig. I, I feel like there's a few unethical things I'm after saying there. So I, I did say that I wish that you get hunted, if you're a pilot, that you get hunted by the people in the city that you are, are, are now taking time off in. 
only in the scenario where you survive and learn something about yourself along the way that you're good at avoiding um, bad, rich, human hunting, uh, billionaire types. It's a bad scene, but maybe along the way you'll realize that you should try and, you know, reconnect with your estranged nephew or something. Um, I said no one would miss you. That That's cold. But on the other hand, pilots, you know, up there at the front, <laughs> you hardly ever see them. Maybe you do see them. Although I was on a plane recently and a different pilot, not the pilot pl- flying the plane, was sitting beside me in, in like, um, you know, with the with the rest of the the normals, he, I was a normal, and he he came and sat beside me as though he were a normal, and um, and I was what was I doing on the plane? Did I have a book with me? I presume I did. That's my that's my mo. And so I was reading my book. He was reading schematics of an airplane and some sort of technical documentation about airplanes, and I'm like. You're doing nothing for the stereotypes here, Captain. You know, <laughs> you know. Do you, this is this is your downtime. Not literally. You were up in the sky, but um, you know. Uh, listen, uh, he probably enjoyed it. He's probably studying for an exam or something about how to be even better pilot. How to be in one of those double planes that flies twice as high as another plane. Um, I'm trying not to be disrespectful to pilots because I know there's a lot of pilots who listen to Mindful Moments of Mars. And that group of listeners has this name that they refer to themselves by. Uh, What do they call themselves? They are pilots. They listen to Mindful Moments of Mars. Look, I'm just, I'm, I'm in... I'm just, I'm just a boy standing in front of an audio experience audience looking for a pun. I want to do something with flyboys, okay? That's my goal. So is there anything in the world of Edgar Rice Burroughs' Barsoom collective stories that rhymes with either fly or boys? I don't know. I don't know. But what will happen is I will think of something and then I'll want to include it in a future episode. And the contact, the moment will be gone. The moment will be gone. So there's a bunch of pilots in the show. They have a name for themselves. Tell you what, if, if you're one of these listeners, um, do do write in to Mindful Moments of Mars. There is an email address associated with this audio experience and I leave it to your investigative skills to discover what that email address is so you can send a message. Um, I'm not going to be one of these audio experience presenters who, who lists off an email address. I, I, who's, who's enjoying that? No one wants to hear email addresses unless they deliberately need them for some reason. So I'm not just going to say email addresses, you know, example at example.com. Did you enjoy that? Did I enjoy that? I kind of enjoyed saying example twice and I recommend you try it yourself. But otherwise, um, I don't think it added much to the experience. I'm going to say experience twice to see how that feels. Experience, experience. Yeah, I think maybe it's something to do with words that begin with X. And um, go for that. Try that. Feel, see how it feels. Feels good. Um, let's wrap it up here. Oh, I'm, I hate not being able to come up with puns. It's uh, 
it's it's uh it's it's a bad it's a bad scene. I can't, I can't let it go. This is literally the sound of stubbornness. This is why this episode hasn't ended, is because I'm stubborn. That wasn't the ending breath, that was the frustration breath. Okay, listen, you're gonna have to put up a minute of me just being in clear close to silence. I got nothing. This is so hard. It's so hard to say no. It's hard. It's so hard to give up. But okay, this is. I'll. I'll try and take a mindful lesson from this. I have. I have attempted to do a thing that I feel like I'm capable of, and it has not worked out. I've found myself wanting. I've been unable to complete this task which I assigned myself, and I feel a sense of disappointment. So. It's a good time now to realize that that is a very fleeting thing. I attempted to do something. It did not work out. The thing had consequences that are fleeting. You know, as soon as I finish this recording, I won't be then. I'm in no way dependent on having come up with a pun to describe pilots who listen to Mind Moments of Mars. It's something I can let go of, so I'm going to. Let's take a breath.